Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Today is December 13th, 2021, and the title of today's podcast is Enlightenment is Not About Balance. And this title came about through an exchange that I had on Reddit. I like to converse with people in the comments and answer their questions. And if you're interested in participating in this community, I advise you to visit divinity.com. You'll find links to the Reddit as well as Discord and to the YouTube channel. But let's continue. First of all, there are many, and I'm not saying this is an incorrect thing to do. Keep in mind that this philosophy is not for everyone if you don't feel ready for it. You know, there's people, many people, you enjoy having the experiences of fear. You enjoy having the experience of grief and these other emotions. And, and you think that that makes your life rich. And if you hold the, that perspective to be true, then you do you. I, this is not, I'm not here to try to change people, but for those that want to take things to the next level and you've had enough of the ups and downs of life and you want to reach a more permanent place of enlightenment where you can experience bliss and love all the time. One mistake I hear is that they think, oh, well, I need to find balance in my life. I need to find balance between the ups and the downs. You know, yes, grief exists. Yes, fear exists. And I need to balance my life and with grief and with fear and with negativity and with anger and just balance everything all together. Balance the positive emotions with the negative emotions and kind of be in this happy middle place. I guess if you could call that a happy middle place. But that's this ideal that many people strive for, that they think it's about finding balance. And I'm here to tell you that from an enlightened perspective, no, it's not about balance. Screw balance. No, you don't want to balance your life with negativity. That's like saying, hey, I want the good with the bad. It's like, okay, yes, you can have the good with the bad. Like I said, if you enjoy that and you feel like it makes your life richer and gives you more meaning, then take your good with your bad. You know, mix your you know, bitterness with your sourness, with your sweetness, and, and drink it all together in one big gulp. If that's how you want to live life, you go for it. But if you want to be enlightened, if you want to be an empowered individual, an inspired individual, if you want to go on the path of, of leadership and having greater influence over the biological world and not be retreating from the biological world and actually take an active, empowered role, then no, you don't want balance. You don't. And you could say, oh, well, that sounds so strange. How could any teacher be advocating for against balance? I thought things were supposed to be about equanimity. Isn't equanimity about balance? No. No, it's not. Equanimity is not about balance. It's not. Equanimity is about being strong inside of yourself. That means having a strong sense of individuality, which means that 
whether something happens on the outside, whether it's good or whether it's bad, you are unmoved by that because you are fixated in your bliss, in your love. And these are internal experiences and you're not letting the external sensual experiences, whether they be sensual or even beyond sensual external experiences, you're not letting them affect you. Okay. That is what strength is about. And that is not balance. That's like saying the rock is balanced when it drops into the placid pond and causes ripples everywhere. No, no, no. What is the rock doing? The rock is not balancing out the pond. The rock is causing the ripples. But is the rock disturbed by that? No. The rock is the rock. The rock is strong. The same way an enlightened individual who has that sense of resilience inside of himself or herself, you become that rock in every situation you're in. You are a dynamic force of nature. You're not trying to balance anything outside of you. No, because everything within you is already in a sense of harmony. But when we say that, it's like, no, it's not a harmony between positive and negative. No, you are purely positive. You are purely blissful. You are purely loving. And that is what purity is about. It's about picking sides, choosing sides, being the characteristics that you want within yourself and not being the characteristics within yourself that you don't want. Don't identify with weakness. So you might say, well, that's all fine and dandy, Atma, but you're enlightened. And what about the rest of us normal people that have our ups and downs? We have to find some way to balance these extremes, these happinesses and sadnesses and this fear and anxiety. And my answer to that is no, no, you don't. You don't need to balance that out. You can pick sides. You can say, if you feel fear, you can say, no, I am not fear. I'm stubborn in that. That is not who I am. If you feel anxious, you can say, no, I am not anxious. That is not who I am. Yes, I can feel anxiety, but I refuse to identify with that anxiety. If you feel doubt, you could say, yes, I can experience doubt right now, but I am not that doubt. I refuse to identify with that doubt. So you see what you're doing here is you're not accepting this as characteristics of who you are. You're developing a specific mindset, a mindset that is empowered, that sees you as something greater than perhaps what other people see you as. And through doing that, you're able to inspire yourself and to reach higher heights of bliss, of understanding, and of love. But what happens if you don't choose sides? Then you're going to have both of those sides warring within you. And sometimes one side is going to have the upper hand and the other side isn't. And that is going to play on and on in your head like politics that you see on the news today. <laughs> I mean, I stop this every time I laugh, but I don't know. Maybe some of you want to hear me laugh on this. You know, I'm fully aware of how extreme this philosophy may sound to you, especially coming from 
a perspective that has never yet experienced these heights of pleasure, of bliss and, and love. And you can think to yourself, you know, this is not normal human philosophy. This is not how people operate in the day-to-day. It's just not considered normal. And what I have to say to you is, if what you want to be is considered normal by society, then go ahead, visit a psychologist, visit a psychiatrist, you know, read the popular self-help books that are out right now. Because what this is about is something radically different. We're not talking about being a normal person. We're talking about reaching your peak potential, not being ordinary, being extraordinary, finding that within yourself that is going to take you to heights undreamed of before. And that's what makes this so exciting. Because this path is not just about managing your emotions and finding balance in the day-to-day. It's about being who you're destined to be, being the winner within you, being the champion, being that superhero, being the part of you that you wish you always were able to be but never ever allowed yourself to be. And it doesn't matter how old you are. You could be 20, you could be 30, you could be 40, you could be 50, you could be 60, you could be 70. It doesn't matter. The the fact of the matter is, is time has only the meaning that you apply to it. It's never too late to turn your life around. It's never too late to be the inspired and empowered individual that you want to be. And you're not going to do that if you're looking for balance. Life is about harmony, but life is not about balance, especially if you are coming from a more enlightened place. Because do you ask the sun in the sky for balance? No. What does the sun do? The sun shines. And the sun's going to shine no matter if the haters are complaining or not. It's going to keep shining. There could be clouds that could obscure the sun from the earth. Does the sun care about that? No, it keeps shining. And the same way we also can be. We can shine unperturbed, undisturbed, continuously in a state of wondrous, ecstatic bliss, this amazingness. And that's the thing. It's about choosing sides. Enlightenment is not about balance. It's about choosing sides. When you're on the side of awesomeness, you can't also be on the side of weakness. No. You can recognize the important role that weakness has in terms of being a form of adversity that we can overcome. And you can recognize the role that negativity can have and toxicity of others can have in strengthening you and being a more empowered individual. And that's what's so exciting about about this. So enlightenment is not about balance. So I want to just go off on another topic here because I was going to do a separate podcast with this topic. But since I don't want to keep talking about the same thing for the next eight minutes or so, I'm, we're going to, I'm going to read to you something I wrote this morning and posted about this morning. And it starts now. 
It might be helpful to regard that when you first start shining, you become a target. Others and potentially external forces will often challenge this and you will get attacked energetically. This may sound like mumbo jumbo, hocus pocus, but it doesn't hurt to imagine this concept. So when you feel depressed or your heart feels sore occasionally after experiencing a spiritually awakening experience, don't regard that as a function of you, but a function of what isn't you. This is not a bad thing, but a part of the purification process whereby you learn to identify and associate with the purest aspect of your character. By weathering this storm with gratitude, you can emerge not only unscathed, but strengthened. Of course, after your thousand-petal lotus opens in the crown of your head, nothing can make you depressed ever again, because you become perpetually inspired in the blissful radiance of absolute truth. In fact, inspiration and depression are literally opposites. But again, once this crown opens, that is also called permanent enlightenment. But yeah, I can see even from what I just read to you here about how enlightenment is not about balance, right? When you are experiencing trauma because you are shining your light of truth and you might feel dumped on, you might feel attacked because some people may feel jealous of that. That could be a subconscious reason. You know, people, if you're feeling down, and there's a a comment about this, if you're feeling down, people aren't necessarily going to, you know, bother you, right? If you feel negative. But once you start feeling really, really happy and blissful all the time, some people can feel triggered by that. They might think that because you're so happy that that means that they need to bring you down again to their level, to even the playing field. And they could be triggered by that because they're envious or jealous or whatever word you want to name for that. But some people can sense when your enjoyment and your bliss and your happiness is better than theirs. They can sense your power and they might stab you in the back because of it. And so that's something to very be very important to be cautious of and also to be aware of so that when you start to awaken as a spiritual being and you now are broadcasting on a spiritual frequency, you're, you're like a light on people's radar and you can be a target of negativity, of negative energy, of toxicity because you're shining. And then unfortunately, people, especially spiritual people, can be quite sensitive to that because they're empathetic through empathy. But many times in the beginning, you're not aware that the empathy, through empathy, what you're experiencing is not you, but actually the energy of others. And that is how and why having a sense of individuality is so important with establishing your resilience. And part of that includes having the discernment to realize and understand that not every 
emotion that you experience within yourself belongs to you. It can be dumped on you as a result of outside forces that maybe you don't even understand, and that's fine. But when you choose to side with truth and you regard that you don't need to balance anything negative within yourself, but instead cast that negativity out from you by focusing on what's positive. And in doing that, you are strengthening the virtuous aspect of your character and becoming the greater you, the you that is beyond fear, the you that people can't touch, this invincible you, this stronger you, and everyone has this strong you inside of them. It's just a matter of belief. But I cannot stress how important this is to realize that we live in a complicated world. Energy does get transferred invisibly, even if psychology doesn't yet recognize this to be true. People do react, and it's not just from subtle visual clues. No, there is actually energy behind these subtle visual clues that if you are sensitive enough, you can detect them. And unfortunately, the brighter you shine, the more, well, actually, I shouldn't say unfortunately. It's like, fortunately, the brighter you shine, the more attention that you get. And this in turn gives you the opportunity to further purify yourself because you're becoming stronger. This adversity, as discussed on previous podcasts, is a blessing. It makes you more than you could ever be without having that adversity. And that's why it's ironic, this whole concept of victimhood thinking about how you're a victim because of past situations, or you're a victim because of your sex, or you're a victim because of your race. You know what? You can just flip that right on its head and say, you know what? I'm lucky. I'm so grateful to be black and a woman because now I have even more adversity, which means I will become even stronger because of that. Instead of looking at it as a glass half empty, just imagine how weak you would be if you didn't have that adversity to push through. And that is what is an important perspective to have. It's like if everybody could just tilt their perspective a little bit, you know, they can understand that there's nothing really to live your life in a state of constant trigger defense. You don't need to be offended so much. People don't need to be offended at all. In fact, if something had the power to offend you, you should be grateful for that because it's pointing out your weaknesses. And if you're not aware of your weakness, then how can you overcome it? Because identifying these problems is the first step in order to defeat it. So if they're becoming obvious, the problems, that's great. It makes it easier. It's better than being in the dark and not knowing what's wrong with your life. Anyway, this is Atma Boda signing off. This has been 
Enlightenment is not about balance. And you have a great day and we'll talk tomorrow.